0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Solutions in Real Estate. I'm Jason Dillard, along with Tracy Holesclaw. We are here to talk about how we buy and sell real estate right here in the upstate and how you can get involved in that. If you want to call me on the telephone, you can give me a call at 864-444-7650. We're always looking for people that want to sell their real estate. We are buyers. Um, I'm a real estate broker, but I don't want to really broker anything unless I'm the principal in the transactions. And... um, Last week we had Scott covering for Tracy because Tracy went to a racetrack or something. I don't know. Drove somewhere, pulled a car with him. I don't understand how you want to, you know, you get somewhere by driving in a, one vehicle, taking another vehicle with you. I don't get it. Well, explain that. <laughs> I mean, I don't have one house I live in, another. I guess I do. People do have Are you two a, houses. Yeah. Well, Caleb
1: and I drove to Charlotte to the auto fair. And, the auto fair was Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, but we were only going for Saturday, Sunday events. So Friday afternoon, we headed up there. And he had identified a vehicle on Craigslist that he wanted to buy, but then we would be in a dilemma, two drivers, three cars to get from Charlotte back to easily. So we went on Friday, bought the vehicle. And then on Saturday, we went and rented a U-Haul because they're closed on Sunday. rented the U-Haul, left it with the vehicle he bought, showed our cars that we drove up. And then on Sunday, we showed the cars again, and then we trailered his car back. Problem solved. Only need two drivers because one was towing the other. Two up, three back.
0: I don't get it. You don't don't have to. Why did you have to show your cars?
1: Well, it was a – well, because – that's what it was. That was part of it. It wasn't all of it. Auto fair, if you've never heard of it, which you probably haven't because you're not a car guy. Auto fair is an event they have at the Charlotte Motor Speedway twice a year. And the spring
0: event. I mean, we don't even show our houses. The spring in event. Our sell, in our seller finance stuff that we do. You know, we manage property for 50 bucks a month. Right. If you hire us to manage it, we don't show the house. So, we show look, our cars, though. But, I don't show cars. Well,
1: we were showing cars, but they weren't even for sale. They're just being shown. Well, our
0: our houses that we manage aren't (laughs) kind of – they're for sale, but they're not for sale for sale. It's different than being for sale. Like the houses that are for sale for sale, they are getting shown by a real estate agent, and we may not own them one day soon because we're getting paid off, and there's there's cash coming to a closing, and we're transferring title to somebody else. The houses that we manage manage are for sale, but they're not for sale for sale because we sell or finance them.
1: But they're still for sale for sale. I mean, if somebody wanted to go on title and slide a whole bunch of cash across the table for the whole purchase price, we could do that. Well, but we don't typically. Well,
0: we don't. Now you realize I'm an exchanger. Yes. And my favorite thing to exchange for is cash. Because when you, you know, people say, well, Why do you want to do an exchange? I'm like, well, I might want to exchange for cash. Cash is an exchange. Yeah. You know, every transaction where it transfers title to someone else, you're doing an exchange. You're exchanging title for cash. That's right. You're exchanging title for a note. You're exchanging title for another title to another property and cash or something. But when we sell our finance, we don't exchange the title. No, we keep the title. Right. And it's different than a title on the car. A car title is a car title. And a house title is a house title. It's actually a deed. Well, when you hold you hold title by having the deed in your name, right? And you hold title to a car by having the title in your name, but it's it's different.
1: And when they search the history of the property, it's called the chain of title. But the actual document that gives you ownership is the deed. We've why don't they call it the chain of searched deed? Searched
0: and searched and searched for that chain, <laughs> and we haven't seen the chain. There's ha- I haven't seen any kind of link or nothing. Ever at the courthouse. Yeah, why don't they call it the title? That's I just I guess it's just what they call it. So yeah. anyway, so was, cars are di- one of the things that's different is a car title has the lien against it. Not always. If there is a lien. Yeah, right. A deed doesn't have a lien against it. No, a deed is just the deed. Yeah, the if you the wanna,
1: property has a lien against it, which is called a mortgage in our state. Yeah, so called if, a deed of trust in other some other states.
0: So if you're you, know, you can transfer ownership of a car you need to get the lien removed to get a ownership transferred you can sign the back of the title and take it to the dmv and try to get them to print you a new title with your name on the front but unless you handle getting the lien holders off the front of the title this is the bottom part of the front of the title they're not going to give you another title with your name on it whereas in real estate somebody can sign a deed And give you ownership, and you can just take whatever liens with you that you didn't know you might be taking or you know you're taking. Right. The liens
1: travel with the property, and an attorney prepares the deed, whereas a car title in South Carolina, you can just sign the back of it and poof, it now it's theirs magically.
0: Well, it's not theirs theirs because it's got to get in their name for it to be theirs theirs.
1: Well, having a title in your possession with the, the printed name on the front signed by that same person on the back basically gives you ownership you what if a, there's a lien on the front you have well we're assuming there is no lien.
0: okay so what yeah. if there is a lien then well, if there's that, a lien
1: the lien has to be released first and there's a spot for the lien holder to sign off on that
0: okay so you have to but, have the lien holder to yeah, sign off
1: but assuming there's no lien you just sign it and it's yours you yeah you have to go down and record it one, one of our most it.
0: favorite things to do in the whole world is deal with the paper titles on the mobile homes that we own oh yes it's, it's my most favorite it's better than a night in jail isn't it yes it is yeah i mean you go down to the dmv you get to hang out with all the friendly family the family ladies down there don't try to give them any flowers or anything no don't try to give them gifts that doesn't fly if they do something good for you just thank them that's the best you can do you can't give them anything <laughs> you know trying to locate a lost title you know it's just it's a lot better than it used to be the whole DMV experience is definitely a lot better than it used to be.
1: I mean, it's crazy because you can go in there and it will just look insanely crowded. And you can get still get it in and out of there in a pretty reasonable time. they they got it down pat now.
0: Yep. Anyway, if you just tuned in, I'm Jason and I buy real estate. If you want to sell a property, give me a call at 864-444-7650. Tracy and I have been together now. Um, coming up on twenty, I mean ten years. <laughs> Not twenty Our ten-year anniversary is uh, coming up, where we've sweet. been working together, and we're, we we agreed on the gift, right? A whole decade. Yeah,
1: I'm gonna get you the same thing I got you last year. Yeah,
0: okay, just making sure because yeah, I, I got I I've got you the same thing I got you last year. Yeah, it's gonna be a different color though. Can nothing be a different color? <laughs> no. <laughs> anyway, if you just uh, want to lend us some property, lend us some money. That's another thing we do. So we manage property for fifty bucks a month. We borrow money from people that are interested in making more money with their money. Um, You can go to my website, JasonDiller.com. Take a look at how I can borrow your money. We're looking for a hundred grand right now on new houses that are worth at least one hundred and sixty. That's an eight percent return on your money. You can earn that while you're sleeping. You just earn eight percent.
1: You earn it while you're resting out by the
0: (laughs) pool or
1: hobby you have in your backyard or whatever you can do it while you're eating breakfast. You can earn it. Like you said, sleeping, it is just going to happen consistently
0: all the time and daily
1: and monthly and yearly, you know, if we borrow it for an entire year.
0: Yeah. So if you want to lend your money and make some money with your money, go to JasonDiller.com. take a look at how we do that. Um, We're also looking for 80 grand, 8%. We've got a need for a half a million I mentioned last week that we're willing to pay 12% for So if you are willing to lend on land and make 12% on your money, give me a call at 864-444-7650. That's 864-444-7650. A lot of people that tune in, they don't understand how we can actually borrow money from IRAs, from retirement accounts, and give that retirement account a good return, um, secured by real estate right here in the upstate. And um, if you want to know how that works, you might want to hang on through the break. Coming up on the first break of the show, we come back. And I'm going to get Tracy to explain how you can safely lend money from your retirement accounts and make money in your retirement account secured by real estate right here in the upstate. So don't go anywhere. Again, my name is Jason Dillard. Go to my website, jasondillard.com, J-A-S-O-N-D-I-L-L-A-R-D.com, or give me a call at 864-444-7650. Um, when we come back, we want to talk about how you can use your retirement accounts. To invest in real estate, don't go anywhere. Welcome back to Solutions in Real Estate. I'm Jason Dillard. If you want to get in touch with me, you can give me a call at eight six four four. You having a problem over there breathing or something, man? Yeah. I mean, I mean, what's going on? I don't know. Doing? Is it the pollen? You know, it might be. I'm not. I think the pollen is either high or low, or it's the same.
1: Actually, it doesn't appear to me that it's very high. And I normally, my entire life, I haven't had allergy problems. But as we all know, as you get older, things change. Things right. affect you that didn't used to. Things stop affecting you that did
0: used to affect you. I can tell you what the pollen is going to do. It's going to increase, or it's going to go down, or it's going to stay the same. That's what pollen always does. It's kind of like the stock market. Yeah kind of like stock market. I mean, if you want to make a prediction in the stock market, it's going to go up, it's going to go down, or it's going to go sideways. And you're always right. If you predict that, it's kind of like I can predict the weather too. If it's raining, it's going to get dry. If it's dry, it's going to rain. That way you're always right. And what we do with our borrowing from real estate investors that are investing with their retirement accounts, we give them a fixed return, which is different in our more differenter. It's more differenter than the stock market. Differenter. It's more differenter. That's a Jason word, isn't it? Yeah. Because if you if you got money and you're making more money every time that you make more money, then you make always make more money. But sometimes if you put money in, in certain investments, the investment makes less money than it normally makes. And then sometimes it makes more money than it normally makes. And then sometimes it actually makes no money. You know, you can buy, maybe you can buy an annuity and it makes zero on years that the market's down so you don't lose money. But then when the market's really high, you still only make a so-so return or you can pick other investments like bonds that pay a percentage that's really, really safe. Maybe you want to put money in a mutual fund and it's even safer um, than just a single stock because it's spread out and hopefully all the different stocks that the mutual fund's investing in aren't going to go down at the same time. Or you can just make it simple. Yeah, that's that's exciting and all, but I'd, I'd much rather invest in real estate. Yeah. Why, why not just go ahead and get some cash and become a lender and get a first mortgage on a property that you approve right here in the upstate that's worth at least 30% more than what you're lending. To, whoa, wait a minute. If
1: I'll have $100,000 to lend you, Am I not lending you the 100,000 to get something
0: that's worth 100? No, you're lending me 100,000 to get something that's worth 140, 150, 160. Well, that's better than buying a stock for $100,000
1: worth of stock that's worth
0: $100,000 today. It sound it would seem to be it would be safer because there's that spread there that loan to value that the equity in the property is protecting your investment. So if I've got a $140,000 property and I borrow 100 grand against it, that forty thousand in equity protects the hundred. It's the safety net that protects the investor slash lender that helps them make sure that they can get that eight percent return that we're offering. So we're not going to go out and buy a house for a hundred and forty that's worth a hundred and forty and borrow a hundred and forty and then guarantee somebody an eight percent return because that would be foolish. It doesn't make sense. Either. But we and it's it's not mathematically possible. Well, you know, I'm I'm big into math. I I got spreadsheets. I got calculators. I got an HP.
1: It's possible if you borrow it at a low enough rate, and the lender doesn't care about the equity, but which is just totally the opposite of the way we do it anyway. So we're not gonna I'm not gonna go off on the, all that.
0: Yeah, we could borrow it a negative return yeah. for somebody. I mean, hey, if you want to lose eight percent a year, lend me 140. <laughs> and get something worth the 140. Lend me money and pay me. No, I mean theoretically. Anyway, we won't go into all that. But you could you could blend a hundred against something worth one hundred forty and safely make eight percent, which is eight grand a year for at least a year. Before now, now eight hundred a hundred thousand eight hundred eight thousand, is still protected by one hundred forty thousand. Then a year after that, one hundred sixteen thousand is protected by one hundred forty thousand, and that's if the properties do not go up or down in value.
1: And your borrower doesn't make a payment. That's assuming you're not receiving a payment, which in the case of the flips, the way we do it, we're not making a payment. So our flips and our new construction, the interest is accruing. The The money being earned by the lender is being earned in the same way that they earn in a CD. So you invest in a CD, just say it's got a 12 month maturity date. 12 months later, you get your principal and your interest that was agreed in the beginning. So it's the same way with us, you lend us a hundred, you know, if it takes a whole year to, flip or build or whatever we're doing and the house sells then the maturity dates, when we go to that next closing, when it
0: sells, well, isn't it hard to get this to work inside of a retirement account?
1: It's terribly difficult. I don't know why anybody would want to do it. I
0: mean the retirement accounts are already doing well. They're going up, they're going down, they're going sideways. They're going up, they're going down, they're doing sideways. There's a bunch of fees that most people that have their 401ks or the mutual funds that they're paying out to the brokers. I mean, doesn't it make sense to just leave the money there and not put it with somebody like us that's going to get a fixed eight percent? Yeah, whatever
1: you're doing is fine. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do any differently.
0: I mean, we're we don't pay the fees for the for the transactions, do we? Uh, actually, yeah, we do. Oh, we pay their fees.
1: We, we don't. The only fee we don't pay is the annual fee to maintain the account, but the transaction fees. So, like when you're investing in a stock market and you're you have a broker that's pointing and clicking and buying and selling, they're earning fees that they're keeping. They're charging to your account, basically. Well, in the same way the self directed custodian charges your account.
0: I don't know what that means. To I don't process
1: don't. the investment, but guess what? Who pays that? Your borrower.
0: I, you just said a word that I that went shoo, shoo. Oh the self directed part? Yeah. The self directed t- what a self arrested custodian no, no, self-directed. Self directed. Self-directed. Yes.
1: So you yourself direct the IRA in what you want it to do. I mean, it's kind of a misnomer because really, if you think about it, all IRAs are self-directed. You're directing it through a custodian or a broker to invest in the stock market. But what we're always talking about is a a truer self-directed account where you open the account with the IRA custodian and you now tell the custodian what you want to invest it in. Now, all you'll really ever hear us talk about in detail is lending us the money secured by real estate like you said with a a much higher value than what we're borrowing but you know the truth be told you can direct that custodian to invest those IRA funds into a lot of different things and you can educate yourself on that the IRS only tells us what we cannot do they don't give us a long list of what we can do but since you're obviously listening to us all we're ever going to talk about is real estate so we're going to tell you can I buy cars? To, We're going to encourage you and tell you and ask you to lend it to us.
0: Can Can my IRA buy cars?
1: Your IRA can buy cars, yes. Uh,
0: can I drive the car?
1: Uh, no. You can't. No. Let somebody else drive it, but your IRA can buy it. So can IRA, I buy an aeroplane? Your IRA can buy an aeroplane, but Could, you don't, you don't I, need to fly Let somebody else fly it.
0: I can't get to ride in it.
1: I uh, wouldn't even ride in it, no. So pretty much anything your IRA invests in, if you just treat it, really like that stock. You can't, you know, if your IRA holds a stock, you're not personally going to hold it. The IRA holds it. So in the same way that if you use a self-directed IRA to invest in non-traditional assets, real estate being one of them that we love the most, you're not personally going to hold that asset. You're not going to go paint it you're not going to drive it if it were a car you're you, not can't, you can't fix it up
0: you can't physically improve it because you would that would be like making it a contribution to your retirement account yes so you, and you can't um drive you can't ride in the airplane your retirement account owns because now you're personally getting a benefit from the retirement account
1: right it's a truly passive investment so you direct the custodian to make the investment whether it be a note and a mortgage to somebody like us or whether you direct the IRA custodian to enter in a contract to purchase the real estate you know or to purchase a vehicle like we said or to purchase you know blocks of gold or truckloads of tires you've heard me say that before
0: you can make money on tires
1: yeah you can i know somebody that's done really well on truckloads of tires really how yeah. did they
0: buy how do they get the tires from the tire places
1: no they actually bought them by the truckload from where from well, I don't know if I want to go into great detail because it's really kind of gone now. It's kind of falling to the wayside because...
0: They buy them by the truckload from where? From, by, the, from the used tire place?
1: No, they're not used at all. They're brand stinking new. Brand new. Four wheels and tires for a specific vehicle that were banded together, ready to be shipped to a manufacturing facility. And then when that vehicle line ended they had an excess of wheels and tires. So this f- particular fellow you and I know got access to those by buying them by the entire truckload for a really good deal because the manufacturer needed to just get rid of them. They didn't need them. They weren't making cars and, anymore. And
0: then he sold them to the end user when their tires wore out,
1: put them on Craigslist, and you could buy an entire set of wheels and tires from him cheaper than just the tires were. So I'm think about it. Oh my, oh, Almost said what kind of is my minivan needs a set of tires. Your what? My minivan. What?
0: I'm not going to say it. Dude, have you seen that? Have you seen the <laughs> commercial where the dude is bumps into a buddy of his and he's driving the minivan and he's pumping gas and the dude comes up next to him pumping gas into his Harley no, and he acts it, like he doesn't know him. Is this on TV? <laughs> yeah. no
1: I missed yeah. that off to YouTube. Yeah. it
0: <laughs> you were riding a. You got a minivan. Yeah, we
1: drive a minivan. I'm proud so you of it, new man. Tires? Actually, that's our third minivan. We love them.
0: Are you getting um, so you're getting so so when, so this when is Morgan more the, this is the this Morgan yeah Morgan so, so when Morgan t- got the sold the tires he he made a lot of money yeah and his retirement account could have bought the tires
1: exactly could have done the same thing
0: And his retirement account could have sold the tires yep and then the money he made buying and selling tires could have been in the retirement account tax deferred or tax free correct instead he I'm assuming he paid taxes on yeah. that yeah
1: yeah he just he just did it out of his pocket and and
0: but you can avoid taxes legally, avoid taxes if you use your retirement account to do transactions mm-hmm. instead of paying taxes. And you know, a lot mm-hmm. of people get wealthier faster by not paying as much in taxes because they use their IRAs, for example, to do real estate transactions. Once they have enough cash to pay their living expenses, so really, if you you know something that I want to do. And it's hard to balance some years because you don't know how much you're going to make when you're in our business but i would love to make a, about the right amount of money to pay my living expenses in my name in our companies mm-hmm. pay and, t- pay, and pay the taxes right. on what it costs me to live and then make the excess that we may or may not make inside our retirement account so we can defer the tax right or not pay the tax Bill. so if you're interested in learning how you can defer the tax and not pay the tax and still make eight percent on your money um, that's in your retirement accounts. How do you get your money in that retirement account quickly? Um, how do you build it up faster? That's something that we can show you if you're willing to come and talk to us. Again, give me a call at 864-444-7650. That's 864-444-7650. Or give me a call. Or go to my website, jasondiller.com. That's jasondillar com. Come to my office, sit down, talk to us. We'll explain to you what we do. Coming up on the mid break of the show. Now would be a great time to go to the website jasondiller.com to learn more. Don't go anywhere when we come back we're going to talk more about real estate and real estate investing and specific opportunities that you may be interested in. We'll be right back. If you're behind on payments
1: and need a little cash you can call Jason Dillard if you need to sell fast. Call 444 call four 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 seven six five zero if you're tired of tenants, toilets, and trash, you can
0: call Jason Dillard if you need a little cash. Welcome back to Solutions in Real Estate, I'm Jason Dillard. If you want to sell a house quickly, give me a call at 864-444-7650, and we will come and look at your property, make you an offer, and buy it quickly. That's what we do. I was actually talking to a seller yesterday, and they called, and they were interested in selling, and I was trying to explain to them what we actually do. And sometimes it's hard for the, the first-time caller, first-time listener to sink in because, you know, we advertise, we buy houses. We have the We Buy Houses hat and the We Buy Houses shirt. I got a We Buy Houses pin. I got a We Buy Houses in the back of my truck. I got We Buy Houses on my wife's car. We, you know, we basically buy houses. That's what it says. On my website, is what it says. On the sign in front of our office, it says we buy houses. I got a website, webuyhousesupstate.com. So we, that what we basically do is we buy houses. What do you do? We buy houses. So the guy calls me and he says I want to sell my house. And I said, well, tell me about your house. He tells me about it and he wants 150 grand and it's worth about 150 grand. It really doesn't have any deferred maintenance or doesn't need any repairs and he doesn't have a payment that's killing him or um, anything and He's not, n- don't need the money right now. And I looked and I said, sir, I said, I think you're looking for a different service than we provide. See, we provide a service similar to a, what a pawn shop does. You know, we're a, we're the pawn shop. We're the CarMax. We, we do what CarMax does for cars. Since, since we we're talking about cars earlier, we're the CarMax of houses.
1: Yeah. Cause think about it. When you go into CarMax and your car is worth X. In, in the open market. Do you think they're going to pay you that? No. No, because they, guess what they are? Just for, like us. <laughs> they're a
0: for-profit
1: for-profit organization. Yeah, So they've got to buy things for less than they're worth in the hopes of selling them for what they're, quote, worth. And some will sell for that. Some will sell for a little more if they get lucky. Some will sell for a lot less. But at the end of the day, their business is going to make a profit Hopefully
0: overall. And of course this, the seller said, well, it said in your ad, you buy houses. I'm like, I, I do, I, I do. I just don't buy your house. And it's yeah. and here's the good news. You're not my customer. Hey, you know, this happened to me this week. Somebody popped in her office and,
1: uh, I, I just happened to catch the front door and the lady said, I saw your sign. It says, do you buy houses? How does that work? I said, well, uh, we buy houses. That's how it works. I said, I could talk your ears off if you wanted me to, or talk all day about, you know, a lot of different ways. But, you know, to, to break it down for your time, the simplest version is we buy them at a roughly 30 to 40% discount, depending on the work they need. If that works for you, then we can buy it. But I have picked up on your, uh, your vibe, your vibe. I'm picking up what you're laying down that you probably don't need me to do that. And when she told me where the house was, I told her quickly, you don't need me to do that. The house is neat and clean, smells good, based on what you've already told me kind of quickly. I know where the house is. I know that if you put a sign in the yard or let one of my real estate agents or your own choosing list it, stand back and hide and watch Well, what will happen. It will blow your mind because...
0: So we didn't buy her house. No. And and see, I didn't buy the house that the guy that called me. I uh, didn't buy his house. No, but
1: but that's two people out of probably 30, 40, 50 sometimes that we have to talk to that. And I gave the lady a scenario. I said, you tell me your house is worth X. We'll just in theory right now, agree that that's what it's worth. We can pay X. I haven't even gone over there to see it. Well, you want to go there and see it and see the landscaping and how pretty the flowers are and everything? I said, no, none of that. I don't need to see that. I said, if I can buy it at this number and you and I can agree it's worth this number, then yes, at that point we'd go look at it. But just in theory here, this is what we do. Now on the flip side of that, if you wanted to sell it to me for what the market value is, I can do that too. But I got to give it to you in little payments over a long, long time. And some people that works for most it doesn't. So Go put a sign in your yard and just hide and watch. She said, thank you. I appreciate that. And I had a similar conversation. One of our lenders referred someone to us and I talked to that family and basically told them the same thing. And, you know, they, they didn't have an immediate need or a problem that we could solve by making the house sell super fast.
0: And we, and we relate it to the pawn shop example <clears throat> or the CarMax example. There's a reason you sell a car at CarMax.
1: Yeah, because I want the money right now.
0: And you know you're not going to get as much as you could get for it if you consign the car. If right. you If you, you advertised it for sale, let the market bring you some offers, ask more than you think you can get, and then come down, clean the car up real pretty and shiny and had it detailed, and let it sit on the lot somewhere that a lot of people that are looking for cars will actually see it. You can get more for that car than you can get from carmax but it's easy it's simple it's clean it's fast it's over that's the the benefit of selling a car to carmax the benefit isn't selling your car for the most you can get for it at carmax that's definitely the wrong way to go about it in the same way if you go into the pawn shop to sell something you go into pawn it you might be borrowing money but if you're going to sell something you're not going to the pawn shop to sell your item for the most it's worth you're going in there because you need money quickly and the Guy at the pawn shop behind the counter, he's going to pay about half, sixty percent, seventy percent, maybe, of what he thinks he can resell it for, because it may sit in his shop for a long time. Who knows? It might need to be fixed up, cleaned up, framed, whatever it is. It might be so unique it never sells at all. It might just sit in his shop forever. He don't know. Yeah, he's just stuck with it. <laughs> and in the same way, that's what we do for cars. And I, I mean, for houses, you got me stuck on cars. Yeah, we, I'm not a car guy. Right. We we can
1: agree on what the market value is, whether it's in disrepair or is already repaired. We can agree on the number. I don't, I don't disagree with people on what the house is worth. I mean, you know, we, we may come up with a slightly different number, but just assuming we come up with the exact same number, you say it's worth 200. I say it's worth 200. We agree. If we, and if we polled the entire world of home buyers, they'd all say it's worth 200. Okay. That one's we're past that. What can I pay for it? I can pay in the ballpark of 140, 150 grand, maybe, because I need to be able to buy it, put it on the market, wait on it to sell, and realize my profit after paying commissions and all that other stuff. But most people that we talk to don't need us for that.
0: Yeah, they need a consignment sale. They, don't they can, need a pawn that's shop. That's right.
1: They need a real estate agent that knows the business that they can list it and they can pay commissions that are they're earned, by the way people complain about real estate agents, you know, making commissions, they got to eat too. Y'all know. So, you know, real estate agents earn their commissions in that sale or you can do for sale by owner. I mean, you know, there's nothing wrong with for sale by owner. It works. If both parties know what they're doing, you'll offer it to the market. And at the end of the day, you'll go to a closing and you'll net a dollar amount. You might net 200 because you put a sign in the yard yourself and you got 10 offers or you hired an agent and it took, six months and you're a little bit wrong and it sold for 190 and after you pay commissions you netted you know 175 or eight or whatever that math comes out to and you only and you got you still got more than we would have paid but you did the same thing we're gonna do we're just gonna offer it to the market and let the market bring a buyer
0: right so i tell people you're not my customer if you want us to list the property for you we have agents in our office that can but remember you're going to lose about 10 percent of the value of a house, by the time you pay commissions and closing costs, and help the buyer most of the time with their closing costs, so about ten percent is a good guess mm-hmm. of what you're going to lose. So you're not going to sell a two hundred thousand yes. dollar house and net two hundred. You're going to net about one eighty or so. It's not losing. Well, it cost. This cost to sell. It's the cost to sell. The there, you right. Go. So you know, if we say we can pay one forty,
1: sounds negative.
0: We say we can pay one forty for something that's two hundred. That sounds like we're really getting a good, great, 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 great deal. We are getting a great deal, but we're not making. 60 grand we're making potentially 30 grand
1: you know i saw on tv that these guys that flip houses you know they pay 100 for something they put 20 in and they got 120 in it and they put it on the market for 200 and they made 80 grand
0: how did that happen
1: well because it's tv
0: that did, they didn't pay conditions
1: it didn't happen that way
0: did they didn't have? They didn't pay their power bill the whole time they owned it.
1: They selectively leave all those details. What out? about the insurance? Because it makes for more interesting television.
0: Oh, I, did I tell you about my insurance? Mm. My, uh, ins- yeah. my insurance. I had the hailstorm.
1: Yeah, you did. Yeah, it
0: was. Oh man, yeah, they came out, <laughs> took a look at my house, said I had hail damage. This is this was Allstate. I guess I can say that on the radio. Allstate Insurance.
1: Insurance.
0: And um, filed the they filed the claim. They came out. I did have hail. They put the money in my bank the day of for me to get my new um, roof. roof. The roof guy's coming on Monday, and I told the roof guy, I said, listen. I said, you come on out here. You take care of my house. I said, but don't mess my grass. Because you I got said, grass
1: nurse grass, don't you? I
0: got grass grass. I got the little grass like tag in my yard. I said, you quickly take all those old shingles off and then. Don't drop them on my grass for very long, because I got to get the grass up. Because my grass is green, it's pretty. It looks like a daggum golf course or something out there. Does it look like the Masters? No, it doesn't look like the Masters. It doesn't look like it, but <laughs> it's, that, it's nice. Okay. So, um, I wish. I don't I had, know why I got off on that tangent. I wish I had.
1: I wish I had grass. My wife, every time she sees pretty grass, well, she says something about the pretty grass.
0: Well, grassnerds.com. Okay. To, get, call Nick at grassnerds.com if you want pretty grass. Oh, coming up on another. Break. Now will be a great time to go to my website jasondiller.com to learn how I buy and sell real estate and how I can borrow money from you or your retirement accounts and give you a fixed return. If you want to get involved in one we're doing, give me a call at 864-444-7650. Coming up on the last break of the show, now will be a great time to go to the website jasondiller.com. Don't go anywhere. We're going to talk more about real estate next. Welcome back to Solutions in Real Estate. I'm Jason Dillard. If you just tuned in, I am the real estate broker here in the upstate that doesn't want to put you in the back of my pickup truck and drive you around and show you property. I am the principal in the transactions I'm involved in, and I buy properties. If you want to sell something quick, give me a call at 864-444-7650. We're looking for land. We're looking for lots. We're looking for billings. Um, we're developing subdivisions, so we need more land. We've we got houses that we're building. So we need more places to build houses. That market is really good right now. So the more we can buy, the better. What you own may be worth way more than you think it's worth. Um, so give us an opportunity to make you an offer on something you own. We will buy empty buildings. We'll buy um, apartment buildings that you're tired of dealing with the management on. And you'd be surprised at what your apartment building may be worth right now in this market. So, again, give me a call at 864 444 seven, six, five, zero. We've been talking about how we manage property for 50 bucks a month. And we do that by doing something a little bit unique. Um, if you're interested in us managing your property, we guarantee we'll help you make more money, um, with us doing all the work than you're making by you doing the work. So give us an opportunity to explain that. Go to the website, flexible to check out how we manage property. We've also also been talking about how we buy and sell real estate and why somebody would want to sell us a house. I mean, we're a business that makes a profit and there are people out there that are looking to sell, that need to sell, that need the service of getting a property sold fast because of the situation that they're in, in their life. Maybe they inherited the property. A lot of times we talk about the four D's. They might have a cat. They might've had a cat for too long and didn't take it and didn't never let it out for a long time. Well, that's not even what I was thinking of. They may have a cat that's really clean
1: and neat if that's possible. No offense, cat lovers but cats are actually pretty clean. Most of them, but you know, we, we did buy one. You remember my nose is itching. You're starting to twitch now. My nose is
0: getting itchy talking about cats.
1: The one you're thinking of was really a sad situation, but the one I was thinking of was just one cat. The one person, the lady we bought from and her fear was that if she listed the house with real estate agents and potential buyers coming and going, the cat might get loose and she couldn't, face the idea of that possibility even happening that's right you I mean, forgot that one didn't you yeah i mean we bought I'll, that We i'll, bought take,
0: it. I'll, I'll take less for my house because i know the risk is zero yeah
1: you're the only people here i'm talking to you i see my cat i got my cat under control you're gonna sign the contract nobody's coming back in here until y'all buy it and i've moved out with my cat right problem solved
0: right yeah i was probably never of, happened i was again thinking of life. a different reason you know when, when when landlords think of cats they think of smells yeah, no, this wasn't like that at all. It's, this, you know, I tell I tell the story all the time about one of the first deals I did, um, even before I met you, I had a property under contract. There were houses before us. Yeah, we've been together for ten <laughs> years now, almost. So, <laughs> happy anniversary.
1: Yeah, thanks, man.
0: But you know, before I even met you, I put a house under contract, and I'd assign the contract to another investor, and I was about to make five grand or whatever. I forgot.
1: You can make money by not buying a house.
0: Yeah, I got paid not to buy it. But that's not why I'm telling this story right now. Oh, okay. That's for another Um, time. So my wife and I went by the house to pick up the Coca-Cola refrigerator. Coca-Cola dispenser, like old Coca-Cola where you buy the Coke bottles. Hey, Morgan would want that. Well, it was in that house. What'd you do with it? I gave it to Jimmy. Does Jimmy still have it? I don't know. Morgan might want that. Well, he might. So I went by there and got it. And I made my wife, and this is something I regret now because you get, you know, how you get older and you a little bit smarter. No, I don't know anything about that. And You get a little bit wiser. No, you know, you're. I think I'm getting the younger you are, the dumber you you realize the dumber you were. I guess.
1: I I think the older I get, the dumber I'm getting.
0: But for whatever reason, I'm like, this is going to be funny. So I just walked into the house with my wife and shut the door behind me. And at the time, she was pregnant. She was easily, you know agitated agitated and you know little things would get her stomach uneasy you know being pregnant and all and i just would not let her out of that house for 10 15 seconds which sent i'm sure it felt like 10 15 minutes to her or years to me it smelled like money you loved it because it was it was the strongest nastiest cat pee smell i've ever smelled in my life and it smelled so pretty and you were proud of it i know i was excited i mean, like, this is how we're making money huh this is gonna pay our this is gonna pay the doctor bill for your baby <laughs> <laughs> and she was not happy let oh, me tell no, you i bet I, when she got out of there she now th- tell you another the other part of that story is when i was negotiating with the seller he walked in to show me the property and he wanted to get out and i'd learned on one of those tapes you know, I listened to those tapes back in the day on how to buy and sell real estate. And, you know, I'm a seminar and I got the tapes, I got the books, I got all this stuff. I'm not really that bright. I just kind of learned from the tapes or the CDs. Later on, it was the CDs that I listened to. But one of the things on one of the tapes was when you get a seller in a property that, they're, that they really need to sell, if it's anything nasty in there, you just block the door and talk to them. And the longer you talk to them while they're in the property and they see what they own, the cheaper it, gets. The cheaper it may get because <laughs> they know it's nasty. And yeah, because the, yeah. and the bad part is, and you're just tolerating it so you can get a better price. But oh, I remember what's like it. What's weird about
1: you is you, I think you actually enjoy it. I remember like
0: it was yesterday. This, this little house had one of those, uh, air conditioning systems where it blew the air down from the ceiling. Yeah. mini split. Okay. And, uh, the cat was in the other room most of the time. It wasn't in the front room. So the front room was not very stinky. The just, other room was. Just one cat? They only had one cat. They don't take but one. Just just don't let it out for a year or two. The tenant didn't let the cat out, ever. Well, the, you know, cats don't even have to go out, but you, so, the responsible
1: cat owner has to do something with the litter box.
0: The litter box overflowed. It, was, I mean, it, it, was, it
1: became the room, and then it became yeah. probably the other room.
0: Well, the room that was the litter box was the other room, so it was even worse in there. Oh my gosh. So, but when the air came on, it pulled the air out of that room and blew it down right on the top of the uh, that landlord's head, <laughs> and I could tell it was just blowing right on his head. And I'm talking to him about price and asking him questions, and he's wanting to get out of there, and I just keep asking questions, and you know, because it wasn't his cat, he didn't live there. The tenant didn't even know it, because they're used to it. That's right. You but, don't smell it. Yeah. But it's the, like it's like when my um, the grandma said, "If you smell your own bo, if you can smell your own bo, other people have been smelling it for three days." <laughs> yeah, you know it's bad. Okay, because so, you don't smell your own. Yeah. Well, that that tenant didn't know. Yeah, because it was gradual. That's right. Just a gradual thing. Yeah, just like the one that you were,
1: I think you were thinking of earlier that we bought. The lady must have had 112 cats. Oh man, that,
0: it was toxic. Now that one was. That one was worse. I she was he was even alive. Because that was dogs and cats and everything put together. That oh, yeah. was that was rough. I mean when when the guy we sold it to You remember us, we
1: found the radioactive sticker on the bedroom door? And remember I took a picture of it? No. I was like,
0: Yeah, this is radioactive, all right. No, but I remember Murray telling us that when he pulled out the dishwasher, two cats came out from under it. Yeah. They were after they'd already removed who knows three or four handy. or five cats yeah. before then. That was sad. But anyway yeah a a reason a disrepair so the the four d's yeah disrepair death debt divorce so those examples were in disrepair yeah but we've bought houses from families that had a really nice house it was perfectly good for their their grandparents that you know remodeled it back in 1974 had still had the nice shag carpet and the Beautiful wallpaper, yeah. With I mean, flowers it, on it, but it just wasn't going to bring the price today that they were hoping to get for it.
1: Functional and livable is different than uh, meeting today's you know trends or standards yeah, or whatever. It, it, wasn't, you know? it wasn't
0: as marketable in the condition it was in. Yeah, it would appraise. And that's another really weird thing about appraisers. An appraiser doesn't look at wallpaper and go, "Man, that is that is ugly or some... homemade <laughs> sin." I mean, somebody yeah. got hit by ugly tree. <laughs> And they fell out of and hit every limb on the way down. That is bad. Yeah, they don't they don't deduct for ugly wallpaper. It's
1: all there. It's in one piece. It's not tearing or peeling or anything. It's just as good as pretty
0: wallpaper. That's right. So they don't deduct for wallpaper. So the seller thinks maybe well they can get more for the house than they really can. They try. They try. They try. Then finally they see one of our postcards come in the mail, or they see one of our vehicles drive by, or they hear us on the radio. They call and we make them an offer, and they're splitting it like I. You weren't here last week. You're splitting twelve ways. My my dad. I don't since you didn't hear the show since you were in Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad has a cousin that died, that didn't. His parents are died. Died no children, and he is one of we think we think twenty five cousins. Twenty five of them. So they're gonna split the proceeds of the sale of a house,
1: probably. Twenty-five ways.
0: After they pay all the expenses of getting it sold and probably what the estate owes.
1: Yeah. So the you know I don't even know the value of the house, but they're probably gonna get like you know forty-two dollars and fifty-three cents a piece. And, and when you've
0: got a lot <laughs> of owners, and you're gonna make either ten grand or twelve grand or fourteen grand a piece, and you can make ten grand today and not have to think about the loved one anymore, and not have to make the pr the the pr that my dad's what he is not the pr. You know what the PR is?
1: Yeah, personal representative. Yeah, of
0: the estate. The, the or public co- relations, depending on what you're talking about. <laughs> the, the, the cousin that's handling all that, I mean, she's handling it, but do you want to put her through that longer and longer and longer? Or do you want to just get rid of it and let the family get past it? So that's a really big benefit that we provide to sellers is to buy the property and get it rid of it. And even the condition it may be in. Um, it doesn't matter. We'll take it in bad condition. We'll take it in good condition. Um, we'll take it if it needs to be pushed over. We've bought houses before and paid somebody to tear them down. Leave all the stuff in it that you don't want to donate to Goodwill. That's true. Or or wherever Will. That's a huge benefit. If you're a sing, single inheritor or whatever, if you inherited something you buy yourself and you don't have the time or you don't live near here, we bought multiple houses from families that came into town to sell their house and left with their household and didn't even have to move any of the furniture out of the house
1: yeah they just went through and got the the memories of the loved one that they wanted and the rest of it was just stuff to them and
0: and we took care of it yeah. so if you're interested in selling the property and letting us handle it in that way remember we're like a pawn shop we're not the consignment shop give me a call at 864-444-7650 we're always looking for more lenders if you're a person out there that has money in an IRA or money in a Roth, money in a SEP, and you want to make more money with your money, then give me an opportunity to explain to you how we can get your money making more money. We are borrowers. Um, We will borrow the money from you, and it'll be secured by real estate in first position that's worth more than your lending. So Let us explain how that works. Again, my phone number is 444-7650. That's 864-444-7650 seventy six fifty or go to my website jasondiller.com. That's J A S O N D I L L A R D dot com to learn more. And remember, the biggest reason for failure isn't lack of knowledge or ability. It's in action. If you aim at nothing, you will hit it every single time.